0: Hello, folks, this is Novin Hollaback. We're in Teachable Moments Part 9. And we're here to talk about the media and its biases. Is the news media really fair? Or is the media overall really fair? I'm going to give you some dates, times, and networks. November 4th, 1968, ABC, and NBC, November 22nd, 1969, November 7th, 1972, NBC, November 3rd, 1973, 4 and 5, NBC, October 23rd, 1983, NBC, 1979 movie theaters. What do they all mean? I want to start out with one of the middle dates there. November 22nd, 1969. <coughs> On November 22nd, 1969, Spiro Agnew, who was the vice president at the time for Richard Nixon's campaign, Richard Nixon after he won the election and was the vice president-elect, made a statement saying that the news media was biased. Now, granted, he had a case. Spiro Agnew was not a man to be messed with. And regardless of what people have Stated about him, concerning him and all the rest of it, and his obvious future downfall, and subsequent resignation as the Vice President of the United States in the future. The points were given. We have to go back to November 4th, 1968, in dueling telethons. One of them for Hubert Humphrey, the Democratic candidate for the United, for President of the United States back in 1968, and the future winner, which was going to be Richard Nixon. They had dueling telethons, and the Republicans only did one within the 1970s period. Between 1968 and 1983, That being said, the next time there was going to be a telethon was in November, was around July of 1972 on NBC. And these telethons were going to continue in 1973, 1974, and 1975. For that particular network. At that time. Things were starting to turn. Against the Republicans. Concerning Watergate in 1974. But the reason why the Democratic Party in 1972 set up these telethons. Was because they were running out of funds. They were running out of funds. The big loss in the election by 1973 put the Democratic Party on a whirlwind. You also have to realize that they started to go woke. The first generation of what we consider woke culture was seen in the very first Teledon in 1972 and if you look back at the Democratic Convention in 1972 and what was promoted for Senator George McGovern platform in that particular sense, the Equal Rights Act and all the rest of it that later became law in the future. you begin to understand the many changes that were taking place within the Democratic Party. It hasn't really truly recovered after the loss of 1968 and ultimately basically the death of Robert Kennedy. And going through that, they were setting up Teddy Kennedy, especially in the first Telethon to elect Hubert Humphrey as the future president of the United States. They stopped doing the telethons in 1975 and figured out that they were going to try and make things work with Jimmy Carter, even though Jimmy Carter, in all terms and assertions, was not the candidate they wanted to run in 1976. If it was going to be any time for Edward Kennedy to become president of the United States, it was 1976, not 1980. So they decided not to do the telethons that year. they decided that they were going to try and figure out a way to get Kennedy into that spot. Carter figured it all out and was strong enough and wise enough and maybe you could say God was on his side, even though the Democrats really did not want a sudden pass to a peanut farmer from Georgia to become the President, Democratic President of the United States of America. In certain ways they were correct concerning foreign policy and aspects of the energy policy. Once he was elected, you began to see his story and you began to see the final split of the Democrats from unionism to from the unions. And the oil industry, which was connected to the unions, and when the oil industry went with the Republican side, you began to see how Reagan became the man in 1980. In 1983, they decided to do another telethon to set up the next major candidate for the United States, the next Democratic candidate for the United States. They had all sorts of options. This was reported on CBS Evening News by Bob Schieffer on the weekend Evening News for the 17-hour marathon that the Democratic Party was going to do on NBC. But we have to go back to 1969. When Spill angle made that statement back in 1969, a lot of the media entities took great offense to what was said by Mr. Agnew. And in that sense, there were speeches done by both, by several members of the media. The aforementioned Walter Cronkite went back to his hometown and tried to explain to those in his hometown on what the news was trying to do, especially after all the tragedies of 1968, with Mr. King getting assassinated, Robert Kennedy being assassinated. Where are we going to go? It is so similar to what we are seeing today, especially with all the issues dealing with the coronavirus especially what we are going through with this election. Is it legitimate? Is it not legitimate? The whole thing with world culture, which was now being expressed back in 19, which will be future expressed in 1972 with the future upcoming telethon from the Democrat national committee and all the rest of these things that are coming to pass. And in 1969, it may have seemed so quaint for all the major media entities to talk about these particular things on the 60 Minutes to explain themselves and to explain to Spiro what was going on. It was a tour de force not unlike what happened with Edward R. Murrow versus McCarthy. Even though later on, McCarthy would be proven correct on the assertions of the communists in the media and other places. Was Spiro Agnew right on those aspects? Could it be that these telephones in 1972? to 75 and again in 1983 showcased the media's bias did they have a point especially when the Republicans were not given the same amount of airtime, and by that particular time the fairness doctrine was about to end you could say that these telephones were a point of contention with Mr. Agnew later on with with Mr. Agnew later on with Richard Nixon concerning Watergate with Mr. Reagan later on as he started to get in his campaign and talked a very long time about the media and its backing of these particular student groups. And he was saying this for a long time, from 1968 up until the election of 1980 when he was finally elected and into what we now saw right now with the way Fox News is handling the election and what they have chosen. We will explain more about that Fox News thing in a moment. But to look back at that history and to look back at how the media tried to defend itself when the reality was and very easily could be proven that they were biased towards one party. It began to showcase a humongous issue that Fox News was supposed to solve. And I think it is important for all of us to understand in the context of where things were back in the day, that the questions that the Republicans back then made about the news media and its bias had obviously showcased itself all over media, on the entertainment side of the game. And it is my assertion that the fact that it is is hard to find, that there's only a few news articles about these particular things, that it is in those same news articles passed as a passing phase and not a deeper concern showcases... The point that Mr. Agnew and others in the right wing at that particular time made about the news media and in the media in general. So it is good to learn from this history and it's good to understand that there are certain things that cannot be forgotten because if we don't learn from history, we are doomed to repeat and that is history that deserves to be remembered. Thank you for listening to teachable moments. We will be back with more teachable moments later on, on this particular radio show. We are on Spotify, Apple podcast and wherever you get your pod radio shows, This is Novin Holler back. We will see you guys with more teachable moments pretty soon. Take care of yourselves and we will see you guys next time.